Hello, and welcome to Franchise Me. I am Andrew. And I'm Ryan. And this is the show where two friends go on a journey to find the ultimate movie franchise. Each week we will talk about a film or films in a series, breaking them down and seeing if they are truly worthy of being in a franchise. As we finish different series, we will compare and rank them among each other in order to find out which one is truly the best. This week, things get not so fantastic as we break down the entire Fantastic Beasts franchise in our special retrospective episode. Well, you're right about one thing. Things are not fantastic. <laughs> Andrew, my friend, how are we doing? I'm good. Well, no, I'm not good. I'm just, I'm, I'm annoyed we have to sit here and talk about this. Are you, uh, are you fantastic? Mm, not with this. Not with this movie <laughs> franchise, you know. I'm annoyed we have to do this, like, one last thing. Yeah. I just want to get it over with because we got a nice announcement yes. at the end of this. We have yeah. a very nice announcement at the end of this of where we're going after. Um, fact, and I, I don't know about you, but I'm kind of just ready to get out of the wizarding world. Yeah, it's I, been a really good time. Well, it was. It was. Like, the Harry Potter stuff, I had a really great time doing all of that. Yeah. These last three weeks and now fourth week, it's just like, I want to get through this. It really is too much. It's too much. Like, even if these movies were good, it's almost like, when when is enough is enough? Is the Fantastic Beasts enough, different enough to make it this, this Wizarding World, like, franchise? Sure. So long, and I know we're splitting it up into two different franchises, but is it different enough to expand it? Because mm. I feel like if you're going to have this many movies, this is this is uh, eleven movies yeah. in this overarching Wizarding World franchise. Again, yeah. one series of eight, one series of three, and they want two more. I feel like you really need to differentiate it up, like like the MCU. You know what I mean? There's a lot of different types of movies. Those those movies, I know they all have a formula. You know what I mean? But they're all sure. different types of movies. There's political based movies more. Or um, heist movies, things right. like that, you know. Whereas this just feels like magic movie, magic movie, magic movie, magic movie. And I yep. just feel like, one, especially, especially once David Yates gets in there, even in the Harry Potter series, it is just one big kind of blob. You know what I mean? Like, it, it just, is, it just, they just feel the same. They feel the same. And, you know, that's kind of what uh, I think ultimately affects this franchise a lot is that they feel the same and that there is no, as we keep saying, new blood to really come in here and fix things and maybe take this entire franchise franchise in a new direction. Fantastic Beasts really could have used it um, because we obviously praised Yates during his Harry Potter run, specifically during the Deathly Hallows yeah. uh, part one episode. Like he really found his footing during that ending part. But with Fantastic Beasts, it's just, it's not good. Yeah. It's not good. It's been bad the whole time. Like yeah. every single movie has kind of been like really underwhelming. Well, it's, it, it's very upsetting to watch it. And you kind of just walk away going, I don't, I don't really like this. Well, and you're, you just wonder why this guy is still here. I mean, really, like the reason, one of the reasons we, we joked about it kind of with the Harry Potter stuff, but one of the reasons I kind of am glad that we did at least are going, or that we are at least going to recognize this as two different franchises is mm. because this leaves you with a bad taste in your mouth. And I think that this, <laughs> this really, like if, if we did, if we kept this together, this would have dragged down yeah, Harry Potter. Harry Potter would not be the number one ranked right. franchise. Right. It, it just wouldn't, it, we wouldn't be it able to do right it. It feels right that we did it this way though, because yeah. like we have said, Harry Potter is its own story and Fantastic Beast clearly is telling another story. And I think we lucked out getting that third movie yeah. right before, because we, as we do here, consider it a true yeah, once they and get we're the like, three, you know yeah. what? This is new. This is an, its own thing now, and uh, I'm glad that they are separated because <laughs> I don't think we're going to be kind to the, no, to I the mean, ranking of this franchise. We literally, well, we literally have not been kind to this, this franchise. Yes. And we, when we started this show, we preached that we we want to, you know, be a little bit more positive. And 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 overall, usually we are, you know, where I mean? we and, can. Well, and and I think we're more positive in the idea of franchises as a whole. Like I, you know, we talked about like I know franchises. A lot of people 
are negative on franchises now because people feel like franchises have kind of ruined uh, movie-going experiences or the theater experiences. After, like, the summer and the spring that we kind of had, I feel like, feel revigorated with the kind of the theater experiences, and we're seeing movies like Everything Everywhere All at Once doing surprisingly well in the right. theaters. Things, Even, you know, something like Top Gun Maverick, which is a sequel, you know, I understand that, but not, not, not technically a franchise, fran- especially in our book, not a franchise, yeah. destroying, literally just destroying well, I mean, the... Uh, cross the, to the, into the $1 billion club. Yeah, exactly. You know, the first the, movie of 2022 to do that, and I think for a long time to do that, for at least the last couple of years. No, well, no, well, Spider-Man No Way Home. Oh, know. yeah, Spider-Man No Way Home. <laughs> Nobody saw that. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's the first of 2022 to yeah. cross the billion dollar club, which is pretty fascinating considering, you know, we had a Marvel movie with Doctor Strange. Yeah, and that got out. pretty close. I it think. got close, but Maverick did it. Yeah. You know, Maverick actually did it. And it's like, wow, that's pretty wild that it yeah. did it. So it's it's cool. But, yeah, but um, I just, I feel but like... There are, but there are, I, I agree with you, especially this summer, it feels like we're getting other things, like even just like smaller movies. Like I know this a little while ago, we had like the Black Phone come out, just a, a little horror movie. It's doing really well. Yeah. Like it's, it, it made a lot of money. It like overperformed. And yeah. I think people are kind of like craving those different experiences now. Yeah. Elvis recently, doing well, doing yeah. really well. So I think people are craving these like new movies that aren't just franchise movies, yeah. which is fun. Which again, I'm a huge advocate for. I think that's great. I think there there is that argument of like maybe franchises are taking over a little too much. I definitely see that point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I I think right now we're in a really cool time where we are seeing more movies it's, get the attention they deserve. It's, it's balancing outside itself out. of the yeah. franchise stuff. Like you know, a Doctor Strange movie is going to make money, of course. But like you're saying, to see a movie like Everything Everywhere All at Once make the money it did and yeah. do really well is just really satisfying, yeah. you know? Yeah, I, I, I do think it's balancing its, itself out. Yeah. And I think that these franchises are becoming the attractions that are getting people to go. Like, sure. like they're the things that are going to help keep the doors open for theaters because right. they're guaranteed 800, 900, probably you know, close to billion dollar movies. Right. I mean, like things like the Marvel movies or DC movies or whatever. I mean, DC is kind of a, I don't know what's going on over there right now. But, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, the things that are keeping the doors open, but it's right. allowing things like the unbearable weight of massive town and and, and the northman and these uh. Creative yeah. things that came out earlier this year. Marcel the Shell with shoes on. I can't <laughs> wait to see that. I'm really excited to see that. Um, yeah, like like little things like that to come out that that really are like these smaller movies or whatever. Right. So I I do think that uh, we can look more positively on franchises, but with this series and the franchise Fantastic Beast series, not so like, positive. Not so positive. And <laughs> not so and positive. and I really I don't like. It's fun. Like, it's fun like crapping on these movies and and making fun of all this stuff. But at the same time, like I don't. I don't necessarily feel the best when I walk out of here. Like I don't like I want to walk out of here being feeling positive and being happy and, and enjoying what I saw and what I experienced. Right. And I walk out of here going, man, now I'm just angry. Like that that chilling should have bowed the Jacob, but now I'm just angry at well, that. Well, like, you know, sometimes these we try to be positive, but there are some that just aren't going to hit the mark. No, well, that you know, it, I think I think we need to have that balance of not promoting something like this where it's not good. Yeah, and saying like, oh yeah, this would you know, and saying. What we, you know, it's just it's hard to do because there wasn't a lot to like about this franchise. No, no, this no. This was a mess, and 
mind. We have to be, we act, we, we have to have that like foresight to look at it and say, this is not good. No, and, and I'm, I'm happy that we did. I'm not saying that I regret being mean to Especially these after movies. coming off of Harry Potter, well, where we were very positive almost all the weeks outside of Order of the Phoenix. We were positive yeah. every single week. So I kind of feel I'm fine looking at these movies and being like, this just isn't good. No, but you know, I, because, I, it, because it's not good enough. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, that's literally going to be my argument later. I'm not saying that I'm, I'm, I'm regretting being mean to these movies. I just, I wish, like, I want more out of these movies. And I think that being passionate about it enough to, to be upset when sure. this movie has potential. Right. Because if this if this came out and it was just a complete stinker all around, I'd be like, this movie sucks. It, right. it it never stood a shot at being good. But I think it's because we can see that there is good here. There we're coming off of well, the that's Harry where Potter the anger. That's where the anger is coming it, from. It is. Yeah, that, we that, know that is what that, it is. We know that this has potential. Yeah, I think that 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 is what causes is a lot of anger in in me at least yeah. with this franchise. So I don't know. It's been fun talking about it, I to an extent. But I'm, I am very very excited to to move off of it's, this. It's been a good time but man after last week with secrets of dumbledore i mean we really uh yeah. we were burned we yeah. were burned during that one yeah. so it's going to be nice just kind of getting through this though and just doing this retrospective and then getting to our big announcement at the end yeah. well do you want to uh, really going to be nice do you want to uh just jump into the episode i guess Let's jump so, into this episode well my friend we are talking about the fantastic beasts franchise right we uh we have uh three movies would you uh would you mind giving us a rundown of those three movies my I friend i can absolutely do that we have fantastic Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, The Crimes of Grindelwald, and The Secrets of Dumbledore. Yes. We absolutely do, my friend. Three movies in the Fantastic Beasts franchise. Obviously, these are a spinoff of the Harry Potter franchise, but they are we are considering its own thing. Would you like to rank I'm gonna, these I'm gonna, I'm gonna nail this. I'm gonna nail <laughs> every this. Every week we talk about... or every, Yeah, every week we talk about box office, we talk yes. about budget, we talk about Rotten Tomatoes right. scores, and at the retrospective, we always play a little fun little game where I throw you under the bus and I make you... Uh, <laughs> this this week I don't feel thrown under the bus because this is easy. I, I mean, you literally called your shot last week. Let's see if you stick with that. Uh, okay. We have three movies. Would yes. you like to give us a rundown from worst to, or lowest to highest on these three movies ranked by uh, by box office? By box office. Our lowest is The Secrets of Dumbledore. <laughs> our second is The Crimes of Grindelwald. And our number one is Where to Find Them. All right. Well, let's run down. Let's see if you got those correct, <laughs> my friend. So, uh, Fantastic Beast movies ranked by box office. And number three, we have Fantastic Beast and The Secrets of Dumbledore with a box office of 400 it was 401.1 million dollars oh number uh number two is fantastic beast and the crimes of grindelwald with a box office of 654.9 million dollars yes. and uh number one fantastic beast and where to find them with 814 million dollars respectable respectable, respectable. yeah pr- the best performing of them yeah i mean even even crimes of grindelwald is did well it, it, yeah I mean, it did well it's not like, a bad box office but it, it's when everything else is as, doing as so we, high i think yeah. as we've talked about with sequel or with spinoff specifically that's that's a night that's a good showing yeah but it for a wizarding world movie i would say it probably should have been higher well i think it should, it should have, have made yeah. about or more than where to find them yeah like that's the thing like it should like even if the first one made sense for 814 million brand new series brand new friend it makes sense the 840 million that's a really good coming showing. off of the harry potter movies coming yeah. off it's a it's it's great for a first spinoff but that second one should have made about that or 
more. Yeah. And it didn't. It so, didn't. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, also, you know, uh, I always like to talk about them ranked by uh, critics run tomato score, audience run tomato score. Yes. I don't, I never make you do this. Uh, yeah. uh, but uh, ranked by critics run tomato score uh, from lowest to highest, number three, Fantastic Beasts and the Crimes of Grindelwald with a 36% run tomato score. Uh, number two, Fantastic Beasts and the Secrets of Dumbledore, rotten at 47%. Oof. Critics score. And number one, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, fresh at 74%. Yeah, that's the only one. They all make sense. Every single one of those makes sense. <laughs> and uh, audience Rotten Tomatoes scores uh, number three, Fantastic Beasts and the Crimes of Grindelwald, rotten at 54%. Yes. Uh, number two, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, fresh at 79%. Wow. And number one, Fantastic Beasts and the Secrets of Dumbledore, fresh at 83%. That's wild, isn't it? That's really wild. I'm wondering if it's because not a lot of people went to go see Secrets of Dumbledore, and maybe it was the just the diehard yeah. fans, and they all kind of said it's a really good movie, and maybe like everyone else who saw it went that's oh, not very good because I guarantee if everyone went to go see that movie it would not be that high well yeah I mean I a lot of this too is you have to look at how many people watched the movies because if a thousand people went to see where to find them and only 500 people went to see Secrets of Dumbledore right. or, or ranked it or whatever those numbers are going to be off you right. know what I mean right. so uh, but yeah very very interesting very interesting stuff honestly like this is going to be a pretty rushed French uh, <laughs> retrospective so like look I, look we're going to be honest we just want to get to next week <laughs> We just I think we, we both walked, we walked in here today. We looked at each other. And you want to get through this? Yeah, okay, let's get through yeah, let's this. Get so. through this. this is the last time we have to talk about this we usually, franchise. I, we hopefully, usually like hopefully. Hopefully, I'm, dude, I'm dreading that we're gonna wake up tomorrow and there's just gonna be like the <laughs> like the first story is just gonna say Fantastic Beasts four and five green green lit by H. Like I'm dreading that. Yeah, I, like, I don't want it to happen. And mm-hmm. I I've, there's a part of me that's like it might yeah, it, it might. really might because this new this new discovery guy as we keep calling him we don't know his name so we call him the discovery guy might, he might. He yeah. might and that's kind of uh, uh but even we talk about it, i i'm and we can talk about what we do the future of the franchise i guarantee something is coming whether it's a fantastic beast movie or right, not we'll right see. something's coming i would put money down that it's probably something maybe along the, maybe not necessarily my my theory but the along the lines of like we probably will see jude law come back in some aspect as dumbledore 100 maybe it is yeah. own adventures or whatever and maybe it connects to the grindelwald thing Maybe it's a different time period. Maybe, right. You know, we don't know, you know. So, I, I, you know, I just love to see that uh, greatest wizarding battle, battle in all of history between Dumbledore and Grindelwald. We're never going to see it. Dude, it'd we, be great. I don't, were we even in the 1930s by the end of the third movie? I don't think we were, right? I, I, think, it, I think it was 1928. I think. She, because it was six he, months after uh, Crimes, and Crimes was 1928. 20, no, 27, 27 into 28. Yeah. yeah, so we weren't even in the 30s yet. So, Jesus. And it was going to end in 45. Yeah. So were they just going to blow through the 30s and the fourth move so oh my god so was the fourth movie do you think the fourth movie let's just very quickly do you think the fourth movie would have been an epic through the 30s to get to 40s i guess because like if you're we were in the 20s for three movies and she has said oh it ends in 45 really because we're on the third movie and it's 1928 still like like i don't even understand even then we've only covered three years even then though the first movie's 1926 and then it's 1927 and then it's 1928 even then though is it it still might be 1927 because Jacob says 
last year. Oh my god! At one point, Could when he's talking about, it, I have to look. Look, I'm sure it's somewhere, but I know because I noted this in my mind at least that Jacob says, "Oh, last year this happened." This is insane. So insane. I can't believe it, man. It's it's really. Ugh. We'll talk. About it. We'll talk about it. I guess that's that's crazy. Um, but no. Okay, so we always talk about the extended franchise, and we always deep dive in all this. Yeah, because this is a, a spinoff. There's not yeah. too much here. This of, is a, this is a smaller extended franchise. Yeah, because this isn't Harry Potter. No. So when I when we did Harry Potter, I weeded out the fr- Fantastic Beasts stuff and the and the right. uh, Harry Potter stuff. Now. There was some Fantastic Beasts references, like the video, the the mobile game where they had Fantastic Beasts elements in right. there, but it was based off of the mainline Harry Potter stuff. Right, like, right, right. You could be a magic zoologist. I just included that in Harry Potter. Cool. I'm not going to mention that here. Yeah, nice. Um, but this is the exclusively the Fantastic Beasts stuff. So there we go. We'll start with uh, with video games. With video games. It had video games. A little. Okay, okay. So uh, video games. Fantastic Beasts. Cases from the Wizarding World is a 2016 mobile game. Um, I, you know, I actually heard about this. Yes. I remember this. I, just, I, I didn't play it, but I did hear about this. It is a hidden object video game where the player right. controls a new recruit in the Beasts division of the department for the regulation and control of magical creatures, and they visit locations from the series, such as Diagon Alley and Hogsmeade, to investigate unexplained happenings and uncover and protect the magical creature in each case. Great. So I guess they present you with a case, you got to fo- solve the mystery. The Nifflers at the bottom of it, the Potrons right, at the right. bottom of it, the the, the weird uh, purple owl things at the bottom of right, it. Right, right. The yeah. Chillins at the you bottom of it. You have to find out which magic beast is making this happen. My my favorite is you have to figure out uh, why the Chillin didn't bow to Jacob. So, <laughs> I think, I think you know what, I think Santos had like a sausage in her pocket? I think, it's, I think Santos I think, had I think, yeah, she was like feeding. She was feeding that. She was feeding that chillin. Yeah. Also, it's a hidden object game. It's not even like a mystery game, really. Like, well, no. Well, I think I think it is. It is it's deemed a hidden object, but I think it's a mystery. Well, the, the the beast is the hidden object. Wow. So you have to solve the mystery to, to get the beast or whatever. Sounds like you could blow through that game very quickly. Probably. Uh, but the game was pulled from the App Store and Google Play in December of 2019 and officially closed in January 2020. Good. So <laughs> Good. Good. <laughs> good. 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 Uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them Virtual Reality Experience is a VR experience oh. for the Oculus, which allows the player to live different elements from the film, such as exploring Newt's case and interacting with the beast. I have an Oculus. I, I don't know if this is even a thing anymore. I've to find out if that's a thing. Maybe I'll do it. No, um, you know. I really couldn't find too much about it. Okay. So. Yeah. Um, but uh, exhibit, exhibit. We talked about exhibits for Harry Potter. Yeah, the rapper. Yeah, the rapper. Uh, no, uh, it was we, a special pimp my ride episode. <laughs> Yo, we're dragon. gonna pimp your boatrickle. <laughs> we're gonna pimp your dragon. We're pimping your hippogriff. <laughs> but it, it, an exhibit. We talked about exhibits, uh, museum exhibits, and other exhibits for the Harry Potter stuff. There was quite a bit of them here. There is a uh, Fantastic Beasts: The Wonder of Nature is an exhibit that briefly ran in December of 2019, and from May 2000. 21 to January 2022 at the National History Museum. Nice. Uh, the exhibit featured uh, creatures and artifacts from the museum's scientific collection alongside uh, elements of the Wizarding World, and it featured 100 objects, objects including props from the film series. That's very cool. So, very neat. Very, um, very neat. Let's talk about a TV special. Uh, Fantastic Beast: A Natural History is a documentary TV oh, special. Oh, I... With Stephen Fry. With Steve, hosted yeah. by Stephen Fry. Yes, yes. I've, I I haven't watched this, but this popped up because I've been watching everything yes. on yeah. HBO Max. It now recommends it in my queue. It's like, oh, you might like this. And yeah. I saw it pop up. I was like, oh, I didn't even know this came out. It's under the Wizarding World banner. Yes. If you look at the Wizarding World collection. Yeah, I haven't mm-hmm. seen this, but yeah, it's... Yeah, like I've only I've only seen like the poster yeah. for it, but it's like it pops up in like my what I, what I might like thing. Well, I thought it was like an older thing. It's it's actually... It's, it's new. It's brand new. Oh, yeah. wow. Pretty okay, brand cool. new. Wow. Um, so it's... 
it uh, aired on BBC One in February 2022 and debuted on HBO Max in April of 2022. Um, The documentary gives details about different real-life animals as well as mythological creatures such as dragons and mermaids and is interspliced with interviews uh, between Stephen Fry and J.K. Rowling. Uh, where she discusses her inspiration for some of the beasts. It's I, just a deer. Look, it's a deer. <laughs> from the books and films, as well as visual effects supervisor Christian Manns, who helped create creatures from several Wizarding World films. Oh, boy. Well, so. maybe I won't watch it. <laughs> maybe I won't watch it. Oh, oh Joe's on. Fast Ooh, forward, fast yeah, forward, yeah, fast that's, forward. That's, that's weird that she's a part of that, but okay. Uh, well, we always talk about Monopoly, my friend. Do you believe there is a Fantastic Beasts Monopoly? <sighs> I feel like no. There, no. There's no Harry be. Potter. There's, there's no, no Harry there's Potter. No there's no Fantastic Beasts, there, right? no Fantastic Beasts. I'm still Monopoly. blown the f*** away. There's no Harry Potter one. There, so if you go... It's the same thing. Like, well, like they're, they're, they're unofficial. There's unofficial ones, yeah. I'm, there I'm, sure, I'm sure there's like a Harry Potter-opoly or something like that somewhere. Right. You know what I mean? But when I looked... Like, but that's the thing that I didn't even mention. There's like there's Harry Potter Clue. Yeah. There's Harry Potter... There's other Harry Potter board games. You just, right. for whatever reason, Monopoly... Monopoly didn't get it. Didn't, huh. Couldn't get the rights. Interesting. So, well, yeah. No, no Monopoly. So another week and it's another retrospective and it's still paying off. <laughs> Really glad I thought of this idea. Doing great. In your defense, you did originally you you screwed yourself over because you originally pitched it as a focusing on board games. Yeah. And then you're like, no, let's just focus specifically on Monopoly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, board yeah. games you've been fine because there's a board game for Fast and Furious, there's a board game for Harry Potter. Maybe board- we should do that. Maybe we should start <laughs> doing board games instead of. Uh, Instead of Monopoly, because this is really my foot doesn't work anymore because I've shot myself in the foot so many times. Uh, there's there's something coming that uh, that might there's that something might, coming that might uh, might make you feel a little bit better. Okay, we'll see. great, great, great. We'll see. Can't wait. Uh, but uh, toys, toys. Okay. Uh, we'll end the extended franchise with toys. There is a. Oh, we're gonna end uh, the franchise. Oh that's gosh. it, dude. That's it. <laughs> Amazing! Then we can just vamp at the end of this again about like the things we were doing during that, <laughs> like the well, secrets of Dumbledore. We'll, we'll just vamp on other things. We'll, we'll talk about Stone Cold promos. <laughs> <laughs> well, there. I mean, look. There's. I'm sure that there's elements of Fantastic Beasts in the Harry Potter Wizarding World. We talked enough about the Harry Potter we Wizarding did. World we last did. week. We did. That I don't need to get into. We it. don't need to go into all of it. No. So it's kind of nice. So, you know what? I'm glad we're blowing through this. Then this yeah. is great. How about toys? There's a series of Fantastic Beasts games and toys such as uh, replica wands, Funko Pops, plushies. And toys to the beasts, such as a Niffler. Yeah, nice. You can buy replicas in Newt's case. There's, I saw Newt's case purses and handbags. Uh, our uh, little object for our franchise yes. is our friend uh, Pickett the yes. bow trickle. Yes, we got a little uh, replica, replica move, moving, uh, movable uh, little bow trickle here. So, yeah, you uh, put it in your pocket, walk around with it. It's yeah. great. Uh, you showed up the other day or last week, and uh, <laughs> was sitting in my pocket, and like half an hour, and you're like, I just noticed. That. Yeah, I didn't notice it. I didn't notice it. I definitely was like sitting here for a while. And I was like, I was like, oh yeah, there it is. And I was like, just pick it. It was funny because I looked at the box over there too, the Fantastic Beast box <laughs> that it came in, and I'm looking at it, and then I was just like, I was like, oh, I wonder what's in there, and it's like right in front of me. It's in your. You pocket. know, I I feel like somebody gave me like something like that before, uh-huh. and I just can't find it. I don't know where it is. I don't know if I gave it away or if it got uh-huh. lost. Uh, but I I remember like probably like not long after the movie came out, or maybe around like the time of the second movie. Right. Somebody gave me like, I think a picket thing, and I was like, oh, that's cool. Oh, nice. Whatever. Yeah. I don't know where it went. So they yeah. probably make like those picket pencils, like pickets like hanging on. Yeah, the I'm sure. I do. There's something like that's the one thing. Like extended franchise or not, there's a ton of merchandise and toys. Oh like, this is all. 
over yeah. the place. Yeah, so, right. And they make Funko Pots for like when when the movies come out. There's Funko Pots for obviously like Newt and Jacob and Dumbledore and right, stuff. Right. But then it's really like there's Pickett and there's uh, the Niffler. I always forget the Niffler's name. Teddy. Teddy the Niffler. There's uh, the Thunderbird and there's all these other there's yeah, all right. the other beasts. I'm sure there's a chilling Funko Pop. You know, there's probably I mean? so, a chilling Funko Pop. There's probably a chilling uh, stuffed animal. I'm sure. I'm probably sure. go to the Wizarding World at they, Universal Studios. It's probably there. In my mind, when you go to the Universal Studios and the Wizarding World and you get the chilling um, plushies, uh-huh. it's just repurposed old Bambi plushies. They they repainted. You're like, absolutely you, right. You look, it's you can just see the the Disney. Uh, yeah, and people, tag. Are like, people are like, isn't this? Isn't this? They're like, isn't this Bambi? And then everybody looks around and goes, well, it's a deer. That's what the chilling. <laughs> they just, they restitched a little bit over the over it a little bit. I also just... imagine when you go to the Wizarding World, you walk in. There's like a lot of Harry Potter stuff, and then like back in the corner, like, and that's fantastic piece over there. <laughs> That's fantastic piece of It's not really, you don't need to go over there. There's no rides. It's not really, you know, you, if you want to, like you see like a sad guy dressed up as Newt's commander. Nobody wants a picture with him. Nobody wants to get a picture with him. Uh, no, no. There's a couple of Newt's, but the Credence line's really just. Uh, That's empty. The Credence line's empty. The, well, it's, would you say it's uh, bare bone? <laughs> it's bare bones empty. <laughs> no, and I think I dare, mentioned. Dare I say. <laughs> I think I mentioned too when when they were making the Hagrid ride in the Wizarding World. Yes. Uh, when they closed down the the Dragon Ride, the Dragon Challenge, or whatever, the, the Dueling Dragon. What a bad <laughs> idea, dude! <laughs> I still think about that, and I'm like, I can't believe they had dueling roller coasters. And so he's like, Oh, no, he's gonna get hurt. Dude lost an eye. Dude lost an eye. <laughs> Unreal. I'm pretty sure he won a lawsuit, though, so, you know. Yeah, he should have. <laughs> I'm glad. He's probably set for life because of that. When they closed that down, before they announced what they were making, they didn't announce it for a little bit. People actually thought it would be a Fantastic Beast right. ride of some sort. So I'm actually surprised they didn't go that way. I mean, they, they essentially did because it's still magical creatures. It's right. just Hagrid over, over like, a Newt's Commander thing. Right. Oh, well. But I think, you know, you want to go with the, the legacy. And also, like, if you're trying to create, not that it ultimately matters, but if you're trying to create, like, the atmosphere mm-hmm. of, like, a Hogwarts environment or around Hogwarts, like, it would feel strange to me if, like, hey, here's this world, and then also here's this ride that's, like, set in the 20s. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like hey. here's this ride, here's this world, isn't that so cool? And then here's a uh, 1920s carriage ride. Isn't yeah, that going to well, be fun? Yeah, well, because the Hagrid stuff still fits, oh, there's Hagrid's uh, hut, and right, there's the castle, like, right, it fits right, right. in. It's like, oh, there's, there's there's a Hogwarts over there, and here's 1920s America over in the corner over here. What's going on here? <laughs> you can stop. You can ride a Jacob Kowalski's uh, bakery conveyor belt. <laughs> bakery conveyor belt ride. Well, yeah. So and that's... they get Dan Fogler on a screen as you're like picking up bakery things, and he's like, he's like, no, it goes in the oven. <laughs> You don't know what you're doing. What you're doing, Queenie? And he like walks out. He's very New York. And then he just goes, "You're crazy." Yeah. And then he goes, "You're crazy." Well, that's the extended franchise. So, do you want to talk about the future of the franchise, my friend? We're there already. Let's do it. Uh, so, in October 2014, it was announced that Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them would be the first of a trilogy of films. And in July 2016, David Yates confirmed that Rowling had already written the screenplay for the second film and had ideas for a third film. Hmm. Uh, in October 2016, it was announced by Rowling that the series would actually consist of five films. Interesting. And she later confirmed that the films would consist of events from 1926 to 1945. It's crazy that we never got out of the 20s three films in, isn't it? I have to double check that, but I'm pretty sure we're still in the 1920s. We are. No, we are. We never hit the 30s. Um, David Heyman, 
announced in February 2022 that work on the script for the fourth film had not started. I wonder why. It's almost like it's not coming. That was what I was building up to, Secrets of Dumbledore. Right, right. And then it was later reported by Variety in April 2022 that the fourth and fifth film in the series, Being Greenlit, would be based off of the critical and commercial success of The Secrets of Dumbledore. Yes, indeed. Um, in May 2022, it was reported by uh, that uh, it was reported that new Warner Brothers Discovery CEO David Zaslav. Yes. So, dear, that's his name. Friend of the show. Discovery Guy, David Zaslav. <laughs> we love David here, but we, we still will call you Discovery Guy. We are uh, supporters, believers in this guy. We think we, you can look, do it, man. I'm going to be honest. Like, I am fully in on this guy. <laughs> I think he can fix the Wizarding World problems. I think he can fix the problems DC is having. Yeah. And just overall... Warner Brothers. Yeah. I mean, Warner Brothers is having a lot of issues right now, as we know. I mean, I said to you the other day, as far like right now, as far as movie studios go, I would really rank Warner Brothers as one of the worst right yeah. now. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's really bad. I hope this guy can fix it. <laughs> yeah. Well, we talked too about like even something as simple as like a, and, a, and look, we don't know everything we know about this guy is from reports or whatever. Sure. But it was reported that apparently he came in and one of the first things he said that he wanted to do was he had interest in bringing back Henry Cavill as Superman. That was the very and, first and that tells you already this guy's listening to the people yeah because well that's look and 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 you know we've kind of walked around it you're you're very much in on like the Snyderverse and all that and I and I wasn't a big fan of that but I think I'm in on the Snyderverse but I am not somebody who is continually saying bring it back no 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 but I but I uh, I even I recognize that Henry Cavill was a fantastic Superman he was great and, and I'm, I'm not crazy about uh, I, I liked Man of Steel I, I liked it better on a rewatch we talked about this I can't wait to talk about that because yeah. I want to change people's opinions on that movie because it's better because as I keep saying it's better than people yeah I, I don't think it's I don't think it's on the level that you do but I think that's fair I think it's a much better movie than I well it's no it's it's not unwatchable like no. I've literally seen no, people no, no, no. trashing it oh, saying no, 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 oh no, no, it's no. a it's the worst Superman it is not the worst no. Superman movie go watch Superman for the quest for peace <laughs> and then tell me that this is the worst um, it's not you know I've never seen the Christopher Reeve Superman movies I just hmm. I, I just never got to, I, I, I've oh that's interesting I've seen most of the first two because my brother uh, watched them a lot when I was growing right. up but I never sat down and, and watched a lot of uh, like watched some I've only through. I believe I've so. actually only seen Superman one and two I yeah. never saw three or the quest for yeah. peace but, but from what I understand it's a situation where it gets worse and worse and worse. Oh, I I know enough about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, like... But the fact that this guy's coming in and, and people are saying, and he's saying, like, for whatever reason, Warner Brothers had in their mind that they couldn't bring back Henry Cavill because it's not what people wanted or it wasn't because because his movies caused issues or the Snyderverse caused issues. Oh, my God. And they try to distance themselves and this guy coming in and saying, hey, I, I, I'm not, I think I would like to make another movie with him. Right. And he's not saying Amanda Steele 2 or a Zack Snyder thing. He's just, I I think this guy should be Superman. Like, I think we need to bring him and back. And that just Superman. showed that, hey, he actually seems to know what he's talking about right because unfortunately a lot of times these heads of studios can come in or ceos can come in and, and they don't know what their product is about or why something is good or right. or they don't understand any of that and you kind of talked about that before right. so this guy seems like he knows what he's doing but yeah, he has an idea so we're rooting, we're rooting for you david zaslav we're rooting for you but uh it came out that he had planned uh, on meeting with jk rowling about the future of the wizarding world and what could and should have been done with a focus particularly on content for the streaming platform hbo max right while there are no official confirmations or even reports, it is possible that a future Fantastic Beasts-related project could transition to HBO Max to help complete Rowling's vision. 
Right. So we don't know this. We've hinted about this. Um, we really, do, we really don't know. They we don't said know. they want to make something for HBO Max. Could be a Fantastic Beast four or five. Could be a Fantastic Beast show. Could be a Dumbledore show. Could be right. a, a Marauders movie. We really I, don't know. We really don't know. But what I will say is, I do think there is going to be a conclusion to the Fantastic Beasts story whatever that I think be. we saw no, it and well, no, it was no, called no. Secrets I, of Dumbledore when I, when, I, when I say conclusion to Fantastic Beast I, I, I think I mean like a Dumbledore show like I think there is going to be we're like, going to see the battle we need to see the battle right like that's the thing like we need to see the battle and maybe a limited maybe kind of in the vein of like Obi-Wan maybe like a limited series yeah. about Jude Law's Dumbledore leading to that battle is the way to go and we get and you McGregor to play Grindelwald <laughs> and you get you McGregor to play Grindelwald but like you kind of just build up to that battle maybe you drop in a guest a guest appearance by like newt scamander in there with eddie redmayne coming in for like an episode it might be fun to do that but i don't think we're gonna see a straight up fourth and fifth fantastic beast movie i don't think that's gonna happen but i do believe and i think it, I, actually now that i'm saying i think it's a great idea i think a dumbledore limited series is the way to go yeah, with law and then you just kind of like if you want to use anybody you bring back newt scamander of all Ab- of them aberforth you bring back aberforth you bring back newt i think those are the ones that you would bring just because Newt, Newt's kind of the guy and I think you bring him back for an episode or two or you just make him a supporting whatever you want to do yeah. but like give us the battle just I, give us the battle so at least we have it on screen and we can say like here it is yeah. like here's the greatest wizarding battle of all time we gave it to you now we can tell other stories whatever they do they really need to make sure they lock down David Gates for that they really need to make Jesus sure. dude <laughs> I I hope for the love of God, whatever they do with HBO Max, whatever whatever they're deciding to do in the Wizarding World, whatever comes of those conversations, I hope David Zaslav looks at J.K. Rowling. Whatever conversations they're having, I truly hope he looks at her and says, "I'm I we can do these shows, but Yates has got to go. We're not using Yates anymore. He's done." Like I hope he can convince her, like we're done with Yates. You're not writing them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> the only person we maybe consider is uh, our good friend, Mr. Uh, Steve Cloves. Mr. Steve Cloves. But even that, maybe not. Like, maybe we just shake up the entire thing yeah, yeah, yeah. and just bring in new blood. We can't keep things the same anymore. We need change, and this is the way to do it. Yeah. That's what I hope he says to her, because I think she's kind of caught in this world where she thinks only these people can be attached to this project, and I don't think it should be that way anymore. I think we need new blood. Yeah. So, hopefully, we'll see that. No, well, I mean, I can actually tie that into our next question what do you want to see in the future I mean I think you just I think I want a Dumbledore limited series I think that would be really cool like that would do really big numbers I think especially for HBO Max but don't even but do HBO Max is the same thing where they kind of do like an episode a week type deal Mm -hmm. I think sometimes they'll do it seems like their premieres are like three episode premieres and then it's like an episode a week after I'm okay with that I'm I'm okay with the three episode premiere Yeah, I like to give them give the people who binge stuff something to watch one two three episodes right but then and, you know, depending on you know if you're you know if your series is six episodes, maybe not. Maybe give two. Maybe if your episode's two. nine or season's nine, give three. Maybe, well, I mean, with Peacemaker, know. eight episodes, yeah. and we got the three. Episodes yeah, I think premiere. eight. I think so eight's like, good. So for, like yeah. maybe like an eight episode Dumbledore limited yeah. series, you get three episodes right at the top, and then you just kind of just do a weekly and thing. You, you could, and, I, I, and you treat it like an event. Like you treat it like an event. Like if you learn anything from Disney Plus with what they did for, with Obi Wan, you do the same thing for Dumbledore. You treat it as an event, and you you go 
this is a big deal. It's going to lead to this big fight with Grindelwald, and we're going to see things yeah. kind of go into motion. You, you have to flashbacks. Treat, you have to treat it that way. Yeah, you can get flashbacks to maybe the death of Ariana. You know what I mean? Or whatever. You can literally you know do I mean? an entire yeah. episode as a flashback if yeah. you wanted to. Yeah, yeah, if you really wanted to. Yeah. In that, the one thing I would, I really loved the interactions, the brief interactions we saw of uh, Jacob and, and Dumbledore, and yes. I would love to see just that because um, bring Dan Fogler back. Of just just Please. for one episode of her, I just want to see Jude Law and Dan Fogler or whatever interacting more on my screen. Yes, because as these characters, because I really like that relationship that they have. But would you um, would you be open to seeing? Because I know we've seen yeah, the Fantastic yeah. Beast cast like that's probably done. But if they did a Dumbledore show, like an episode where they just bring back the yeah. cast, I'm in on that. Yeah, like that would be great. Yeah, well, I, I, I told- think Newt stays. But I think if you bring Fogler in, I think if you bring Jacob in, you, you could bring, bring Queenie in, you could bring, bring Tina, in. Yeah. and you just have him kind of be around. Like I think that's great, but the focus needs to be solely on double. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Well, I and in fact, um, I told you too. I, I watched some interview on YouTube by uh, YouTuber uh, Christian Harloff did an interview with uh, Dan Fogler, and he mentioned the Fantastic Beast movies. And oh, Fog- you said this. Fogler yeah, was yeah, literally like, he's like, "Yeah, man, you're doing four and five Fantastic Beast, right?" And he's like, "From your ears, to, from your mouth to God's ears." Like, he's I'm like, hoping, like, he's like, I yeah. He I mean, kind of seems like he, he knew. Ha- he kind of seems like he knew, and it kind of seems like they haven't confirmed it. Like, yeah. It hasn't been said. I would imagine, I'm hoping, I would imagine, maybe by the end of this year, we maybe get some news about yeah. that, of what they're planning to do, because it sounds like the Zaslov dot guy is very invested in making the Wizarding World uh, more uh, expansive and yeah. starting to do things with that. But I'm wondering if the trade-off for Rowling is going to be, I want to at least finish this. Wait. This story. Here's and the, maybe they convince her to a Dumbledore limited series for HBO Here's the Max. question though, and and we have we can I mean it, we probably should start asking this as we go through franchises. Like, do we need more? Do we always need more? Like, do we like, always need like, more? Like, yeah. yeah, there's a world here that we could explore, but. Do we need that? You know what Here's I mean? Here's the thing. I don't know if we need it, but I think when we live in the world of Marvel where that's constantly happening, I think you can ask that question to Marvel too and say, do we need this? Yeah. So is it fair to look at the Wizarding World as well and say, do we need this? When you look at Marvel and go, well, this is happening all the time mm-hmm. and nobody's questioning them. Well, no, saying, I mean, we need this. We will ask that question when we get to, when we sure. get to Marvel. Sure, uh, absolutely. But and there's some people who would argue, no, we don't need it. No. And there's other people who say they love it. You ha- when we look at HBO Max, like, sure, they have DC. When we look at Warner Brothers, even, they have DC, and that's a mess right now. But if you're looking at the Wizarding World, I equate that to what Disney Plus has with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. It's a world that can still be explored expansively. So why not? You know, yeah. let's see what we can make. I mean, I, I again, a Dumbledore limited series, I would watch it. Yeah. I know I would watch that. I know that's something I'd be interested in. I mean, the idea that you had, too, of maybe, like, the, fa- the founding uh, houses, like... Yeah, Godric Gryffindor and all that. That's, I don't kind, know. that's kind of cool. I don't know if I'd want to see that, to be honest. I, I really don't. <laughs> it's an I'm, interesting idea. I don't but need, it, um, it almost seems a little too, like, uh, Game of Thronesy. Yeah. Like, it would be at a really old time period and stuff like that. So maybe, maybe like, new stuff. Maybe new, new adventures. Yeah. And if you, you know, I mean... I don't know. There's yeah, things just, they could do. Yeah, like my argument was just like how far can you really stretch the world? Like like Harry Potter right. worked, but like nothing outside of that main line seems to be working. So why did Harry Potter work and not and not Fantastic Beasts or not any sure. of this other stuff? So you have to wonder like how far can we really stretch this and keep this viable? You know right. what I mean? Like and it, it is a franchise and and they want to treat it it's that going way. to be difficult 
for them and whatever they do, if it's not a direct, and it's not, it's not going to be a direct Harry Potter thing. Right. But if whatever they make next is not a direct Harry Potter thing, it, they're going to take a hit because they've already kind of tarnished the legacy of this <laughs> this Wizarding World sure. series with these movies. What I, about a uh, Marauder show? Are you into that? Um, I mean, I I, 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 I will watch anything, and not just for the show. I will watch anything in this universe. I'm sure. in on this universe. I right. watched these three movies, and I didn't love them. Right. You know what I mean? So that's that would be what maybe that's about twenty years before the Harry Potter. Like stuff? Twenty years for the Harry Potter. Okay, so stuff. that's a little. I and don't, you're also kind of playing with the idea of Voldemort being around. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't need a. May, so may what what you could do with the Mar- Marauder show is maybe you do them at Hogwarts mm-hmm. spliced with them as adults. Yes, and you get some young serious. Like like but like not teen like you get teen serious black but you also get like twenty year old serious black sure or you know twenty year old James Potter twenty right. year old Lily Potter like what are they twenty year old Lupin yeah exactly like or what, however whatever age I don't, you have right. to look at how old Harry's parents were they think they were relatively young I yes. think they were in their early twenties yes when they were killed yes so you'd have to look at that but I think you could go you could kind of go into like a maybe proper like Order of the Phoenix type of thing where like they're right. showing that. Order of the Order of the Phoenix, where they're trying to battle against Voldemort, spliced with them as kids. Maybe that's you could, the way you could to go. make the connection. You sure. know, something like that, maybe. But I, I don't, I don't know if I want to go back. I would, I would be interested in, in going maybe to the future, but not with the Harry Potter, not like a cursed child thing, not with the future of that. I would like to just Brand see new story. Yeah, well, well, let's see a kids' adventure in Hogwarts, but that maybe not necessarily a life-threatening adventure. Maybe sure. they're dealing with their own issues. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Just whatever it is, you know. Sure. I think I think there's more to explore. I'm not the person to come up with that idea, but I I think what is life like in the Wizarding World now that Harry Potter has saved the day? And let's see threats, but not not world threat, threats. threats. Yeah, not world ending threats. Exactly. Let's just see, you know, a threat. A problem, you know what I mean? Whatever. Are you into moving out of Hogwarts and maybe doing somewhere else? Yeah, well, you like mentioned maybe showcasing we, a new school. You mentioned like Dar- Durmstrung. You mentioned um, Bobatons. Even maybe, even maybe uh, whatever the American school. The Ameri- is, I think one like of them is Ivermorning. I think it's yes. Yeah. I think that's it. Um, like you know, like that. Like yeah, I would be interested in maybe some setting something elsewhere. Yeah. What is he? I mean, you know, I mean, honestly, uh, there was a and it, it was a it's a joke, obviously. But did you ever see the Key and Peele? Um, um, Harry Potter sketch. I have. Where it's like a, <laughs> a low budget, yes. uh, uh, like urban wizarding school. Yes, yes. It's incredible. It's incredible. Oh, Key and Peele, we miss you. <laughs> we miss you. We miss you so. But it's like the classic teacher has to come in and save the the low <laughs> the low class like school and it, but it's. It's essentially, um, it's based off that other movie. Um, well, there's so many. There's Stand there's and so Deliver. Many. There's Stand and um, Deliver. I think that's what it is. I think it's like a Stand and Deliver. There's Stand and Deliver. There's um, uh, there's so many. There's like Morgan Freeman was in one. There's the there's the um, the book. Oh, Stand by Me. Stand by Me. Is it no? Is that no? That's no, the no, kids. That's, no, um, no. What does he do? What's that one? That, I know. Uh, yeah, Morgan I, Freeman does. He's the principal. Yeah. And he comes in and he's like, I remember that movie because they made us watch it in school. And all I remember is that the whole opening of that movie, they play Welcome to the jungle 
by Guns N' Roses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they play the whole song. Like, it's the lean, whole song. Lean on me. Lean on me. Thank you. Yeah. And it's the whole song while we're watching these kids do terrible things around the school. Um, so maybe you do something like that. Maybe you do... Uh, the, um, <laughs> oh, Freedom Writers. That's another Freedom one writers, like that. Yeah, yeah it's, like it's all like the, that. like that whole subgenre. Maybe not go that far. But yeah, just l- let's say you could... What's, what's a... No, hog- no, they shouldn't do that. No, 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 no. They shouldn't do that. But I'm saying... What, what's a hog... What's life from a Hogwarts professor's point of view? Maybe a Hogwarts professor show. You know? Yeah, maybe. Some, or, or, again, not necessarily a magical teacher's point of view. You know, it doesn't have to be Hogwarts, whatever. You know what I mean? So, What but, about a McGonagall show? You in on that? I don't know if I want... I don't know if I, I know, want you don't want to go. You don't want to go any back... You don't want the back. I, I, I'm trying to think if there's any character besides, like, Jacob Kowalski that I want, I want to Hagrid? see more of. I could do Hagrid, but I feel like, again, there's not... I feel like that's explored enough in the books. And, I think so, too. In there that, that there's... There's enough there, and um, even if you were doing a, like a Marauder show, you just naturally include Snape in that. Yeah, well, yeah, and you Lily, watch that happen, Snape, yeah, and, you can and kind everybody of, like, watch who's that in happen. Yeah. But the problem with that is that Lucius we, Malfoy. Yes, Lucius yeah. Malfoy. The problem with the Snape thing though is that we no longer have Alan Rickman with us. Yeah, but yeah, so but it would even be if young you spliced anyway. it with you couldn't. Do, you could recast as a younger type, but like well, you know, you could do the teen Snape. You just wouldn't have old. You wouldn't have adult Snape. Right. In there, right. You know. Huh. Yeah, that's interesting. There's ideas. There's, There's ideas, yeah. but I'm not sure. Like, I think what we're finding is maybe we're not like but incredibly you, invested in all the ideas. Do you hear? We're talking about the Harry Potter stuff. The Harry Potter stuff. The Harry we're Potter. not talking about Fantastic. Yeah. Like literally, I wrote like, "What do I want to see in the future? We need to step away from the Fantastic Beast series for a while or ever." Like, you know, we really need to... The only thing I'm in on with is the Dumbledore Fantastic show. Beast yeah. is the Dumbledore show. That's the only thing I would go for. And that and, and that's only if they promised that it leads to the Grindelwald yeah. fight. That is only if they say that. Well, if they say we're doing a limited series and it leads to the Grindelwald fight, that's the only way I'm yeah. in well, Otherwise, so, I'm not interested. To be honest, like, and I'm not saying I want to see this, but to be honest, I'd rather watch... Just a Jacob Kowalski-led show, which is literally a non-magical show. So him baking? Him baking. You just want to see his day-to-day? What if, rather, what if, I'd rather watch that than a fourth and fifth Fantastic Beasts What Beast about movie. this? What if they do like a great British baking show, but, but with Jacob, Jacob Kowalski, Kowalski yeah. like, like hosting it? He's like, he's like, bakers, welcome. <laughs> And he's the like, great New York Bake yeah, Off. Yeah, the great New York Bake Off. Yeah, and he's just he's like, welcome. I'm gonna be judging everything you do. I'm gonna be around, and uh, you know, I like donuts. Make donuts, you know. And he's just kind of like saying <laughs> random things. And you know what? Fogler would get a f- payday for it too. I'm in. I'm in. So yeah. yeah so just, maybe, that, uh, maybe that's where we're where we leave it. Like that's what we want to see. Yeah. Let's take a break from Fantastic Beasts. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> Forever. All right, well, let's talk about the franchise overall, yes. my friend. Um, what are your overall opinions on this franchise? This is a bad one. Um, it I is hate a bad this one. franchise. Look, I, I know you hate it. I know you hate it. I have a bit of, a, a more of a soft spot for the first one, for where to find them. I think there's enough of the of the group together in there that makes it a solid watch. There's a lot of stuff that doesn't work in there. Like all the Creed stuff doesn't work, all the side story stuff. And I like Colin Farrell, but a lot of that stuff doesn't work. But I do like the group and I think that is okay. And I'm like, this is a pretty okay movie. But like the other two, it's just so bad. I mean, the franchise really is a, it, it, it is a case of this gets worse each time. And 
they're not learning the lessons that yeah. they should have been learning from the previous movies. When the fans came out and said, this is too much lore, and then you make another movie with a bunch of lore, it's like you're just driving people away from this franchise. Yeah. So it felt like this is just a, a we're not going to listen to the fan base and I'm just going to do what I want deal. Yeah. And to think people are and, th- and people are going to show up. And obviously that backfired. Nobody showed up by the time Secrets of Dumbledore yeah. came out because they were burned too many times. Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, like, like I know I say I hate this franchise, and I, I hate this franchise. I and this might not even make sense. I don't think that these movies are the worst movies necessarily that we've talked about, or that these are the worst movies like ever made or anything like that. And mm-hmm. I and I like I said that when we did Crimes of Grindelwald that I, I don't think this is is necessarily a trash movie. Right. But I think as a overall franchise, right, right. we're looking at how at, at these movies how they connect to each other. Right. As a franchise, how they feed into each other. I think this is an absolute garbage franchise. Sure. I think that there's no, there's almost no connective tissue outside of recurring characters. I agree with you. But when they come back, it feels like, it doesn't necessarily feel like life has moved on. Like, I've talked about before, like, the idea of, like, when you have a second and when you have a first movie into a second movie right, right. and sometimes some, you know if the movie's picking up directly literally directly sometimes we see the second movie will pick up the last scene of the first movie right. and go on from there but if there's a time gap even if it's a, a couple of days or whatever life needs to go on for these characters right and to an extent they try to do that but it doesn't feel like life naturally progressed for these characters it right. felt like they picked up where J.K. Rowling wanted them to pick up like things have happened in their lives Right. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we see that you know in between movies, Queenie and Jacob got back together, and she enchanted them, and they're she wants to get married, all this right, stuff. Right. But like, it just feels like that didn't we didn't naturally get to that point, especially in the timeline that they set up in those right. movies. That it just felt like we ended here, and they start almost at a completely different point, but not a natural point. Like, right. It's like Newt's here now because he has to be, right? Right. There's the completely contrived thing in the second movie of Tina's not Tina's mad at Newt because she read a magazine article. But that there, there's no establishment or in any in, in the first movie of anything of that being an issue at all. Literally it just comes out of nowhere here. Right. right. It it doesn't that doesn't feel like that naturally happened. It just mm-hmm. feels like it happened because J.K. Rowling wrote it in the script. Sure. If, if that makes any sense. It does. It just it feels like things happen and happen and they happen because they need to and there's no glue here and it is sloppy it's messy it's frustrating it's upsetting and it does feel and I, I saw somebody online um, or people online say like it does feel like for every Fantastic Beast movie like sequel that there's like two movies that you're missing in between like yes. you should be you should there should be like two other movies sure in between the movies you saw like the, like what happened you right. know what I mean like right. so I think overall I think it is a a terrible franchise. I, yeah, I don't okay. think I don't think it's necessarily terrible movies. I think it's a terrible franchise. I really do. And this I, is a and, very compelling argument. And, I'm going to give it. This is a very compelling argument. And and because we're looking at the franchise overall, and right. and that was my argument, and that's what weakened my enjoyment of the first movie. Is and you're right. I think it. Uh, and not not that we're ranking the movies yet, but no. we've established already that's the best movie. The first yeah, movie we're sure. to find them is the best movie in the franchise. I think that there's some really great stuff in there, but my biggest argument was when you retroactively look at that, the stuff that they set up, none of it goes anywhere. Half it doesn't, the, it doesn't 75% of the stuff, none of it goes anywhere. Right. Even the stuff that they do, it doesn't fit or it, or it goes in such a weird direction. Right. You know what I mean? it, it, and it then just, there's just frustrating, obvious storylines that you don't do, like 
why didn't the chillin' bow to Jacob? Well, exactly. Well, that's a whole other story. But yeah, I just think that like it does feel like I'm watching different movies. It yes. does, and it is like the it, it, it the third movie is J.K. Rowling went or Warner Brothers or somebody went to J.K. Rowling and said people didn't like the Queen he left. People didn't like this. They didn't it's a like checklist. this. They didn't like this. And she went, I'll fix that. I guess I'll fix that. I guess I'll fix that. I guess if she fixed anything, because I know our theory was that she they went, oh, you need to fix these things, and she just stamped her eyes and. and Handed it anyway. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what she did. Um, but yeah, like it is a checklist, and and the answers there, like things, the things that she set up are now meaningless, right? Queenie, who happily and excitedly goes with Grindelwald at the end of the second movie, right? Comes, it starts the third movie, miserable, doesn't want to be there, <laughs> wants to leave. You know wants what I mean? So it, it it is it is a it's it's a it's a trash franchise. It is, yeah, sure. I I really I really uh, I I really hate this franchise. Okay, so. yeah. Um, I'm glad you're. You you see where I'm coming. That's from. That's very though, compelling. So. I'll give you that. Uh, it's a, my my rant, but sure. yeah, I I think I think overall I think it's a I think it's a really bad franchise. But uh, does this need to be a franchise? I don't think so. No. I don't think so. You know, I think after once you get past that first movie, no. What well, like like here's Just the thing. no. <laughs> here's here's a pitch to you, right? Fantastic okay. Beasts and Where to Find Them. Newt Scamander goes on a journey as he observes and uh, and and collects different uh, Fantastic Beasts in nature. Yeah, I'm in. There you go. I'm that, in. That could have been and should have been the movie. That should have been the movie. And that would have been... We, we probably would have loved it. We probably would have been sitting here going, it's exactly what it says it is. Yeah. That's exactly what it says it is. Take, we'll take everything that they did in the, in the first movie. Yep. Take it out of New York. Yep. Put it in, I don't know where, somewhere. Africa, somewhere. I don't know, wherever. <laughs> well, no, I'm thinking... I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to think of like oh! where... I'm trying to think of where he would collect magical beast, uh, and he uh, mentioned he mentions going to Africa. I know, I know. So uh, it's put just it, it's just it's fun. <laughs> uh, put it in Africa or or Australia. You mentioned Australia like, somewhere. You know what I mean? Like anywhere or, in or, Asia. Here's a wild guess: different countries and continents in one movie. There you go. Yeah, he travels the world. It's a globe trotting movie. It's a globe trotting movie. Yeah, he travels the world, and we see and and, and he can even go to America. I mean, remember that beat? I mean, literally, he's like, I'm going to drop this beast. Yeah. Off. He goes to Arizona. Arizona and he goes Wait, to Arizona. No, no, he doesn't go to Arizona. No, no, I'm saying he, 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 he should. Going, yeah, yeah he, <laughs> he should. He, he should have been in Arizona. He wasn't, but he should have been. In my pitch of this movie, he goes to Arizona. Yeah, and absolutely. He, Arizona. No, that's, you're absolutely he, right. He and he has an, an assistant, and there and there's and there's a um, a magical poacher, right? Right. And, that, and that's the villain of the movie. The villain right? of the movie is this guy trying to take away these fantastic beasts, yeah. and they are fighting this poacher. And you could, you could still have like a black market poacher. Yeah. You should still have he meets he meets a nomad or a muggle along the way, Jacob right. Kowalski, and he gets wrapped up in his journey. You sure. could literally take this and just set it in its own thing. Yeah, you it's way more compelling, way more interesting than this contrived. You know, like like I said to you, like I, uh, it seems to me that she had an idea for a Dumbledore Grindelwald film series and right. then somebody pitched her the idea like we mentioned the, the in the first Fantastic Beast episode that somebody came up with the idea of like a David Attenborough Newt Scamander documentary and right. she and then and she was like oh yeah I could kind of like, it seems to me like somebody said that and she's like oh I can bleed that into my Dumbledore right thing. right and she decided that I'm go- why not both you know why what not I mean? both yeah right. and it's like no no, no. It, it's it's messy. So sure. I yeah I, I I don't think it should have been. I think it should have been one movie. And there you go. And there you go. Uh, what are the highest and lowest moments of the series for you? This is so easy. The highs are Jacob Kowalski, and I'm just gonna say I think the first movie is like 
When you compare them all yeah, together, no, yeah. I think the first movie is a high. I do. You don't have to defend your enjoyment of the first movie. I know, no, 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 I, know I know. I enjoy the first movie, and I will say I think the first one is a high. Jacob Kowalski is a high all the way through. Even Eddie Redmayne and Tina, like their relationship yeah. is a high. Uh, all of that really works yeah. for me. Jude Law's well, Dumbledore is a high. Jacob, Jacob and Newt's relationship, Jacob and Queenie's relationship, yes. Tina and Newt's relationship, young Dumbledore. Yes. And the beasts. And the beasts. Whenever the Those beasts the show highs. up, the beasts are great. So th- Teddy the Niffler. Pick at the uh, the boat trip. That's what we want. I love those guys. I love those guys. We didn't even mention... The, look, you don't love the crab dancing scene or the crab walking scene? I dislike scene it very in, much. In Secrets of Dumbledore? Yes. But the stuff with the Niffler and the boat trickle escaping... It's good. And the it's them, good. It's, yeah, it's, that's it's good. That's good. really good. That's, that stuff is really good. Because there's no crab walking on yeah. screen. Um, <laughs> that's why it's good. The low. low. Crimes of Grindelwald as a whole. Yep. Secrets of Dumbledore as a whole. Johnny Depp's Grindelwald. Mm-hmm. It's not very good. Johnny Depp's Grindelwald. Queenie's story in Crimes of Grindelwald and how she suddenly goes to the dark side. Queenie's story in The Secrets of Dumbledore <laughs> where she suddenly is miserable and wants to come back. Like, all of that doesn't work for me. The cutting of Tina from Secrets of Dumbledore, which we kind of talked a little bit about yeah. last week of where maybe she was, or retaliation. Yeah, and just the, and, and the lore. The amount of lore yeah. in this franchise is a complete low. I mean, it's constantly... The, you said a really great thing, especially during the Crimes of Grindelwald episode where you were like, where they introduced the Lestranges and you're like, hey, hey, you remember the Lestranges? You remember the Lestranges? <laughs> That's a little strange, and it feels like it feels like they're next to you, you know, yeah, rallies next running, to you yeah. in in the theater, just nudging you, going. That's a, that's a little strange. That's a little strange. And you're like, I, Joe, I know. You're like, I know. I see it. Like, and then she pulls up her phone in the middle of the movie. Look at this Pottermore. Look at this Pottermore thing I wrote. And you're just like, I don't care. Get away from me. But yeah, I think all of those are lows. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that's for me. So for me, uh, lows. Credence. Oh my God, I didn't uh, even say Credence. Credence, the Credence. character, is, is, is an extreme low. Would you um, say that's like maybe one of the worst characters they ever thought up for any of these movies? Like I think One it, of the worst? I think in the Wizarding World movie, like yeah. Wizarding World yeah. movies, like yeah, one of the worst. He, yeah, I think. And I, and and look, I don't honestly, I don't even blame Ezra Miller. I really don't. I don't think that they had anything to work with. I I, I don't think it, it, it I don't, got worse. I don't think they would. <laughs> no, we talked about this. Like the third movie, there seems to be no effort, and maybe that's a David Yates direction choice. Sure. But there seems to be no. There's no energy in that in On that their part, in, in yeah. that credence uh, in that credence performance. There's no energy there, right. and. And even, like, we really didn't even mention it, too. That whole, like, I think we touched on it really quickly, but that whole Aberforth credence, like, all of a sudden they're sending messages back and forth to each other. Weird. But, like, when, how did, when and how did How credence, did this happen? Well, then, but, well, that, but that last time we heard, credence thought that, that they were a, the brother yes. of, of Albus Dumbledore, but he's, but. Credence is writing letters to Aberforth. Aberforth. Well, this goes hinting into, that they know that, that this literally goes into your theory that it feels like there should have been a movie in between this yeah. where we found that out, but it's just established in this movie as oh, now he kind of knows. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it is. It it doesn't make any sense. But Credence, the overabundance of lore, like you said, uh, David Yates is oh, a low. God, um, yes. J.K. Rowling is a is low. A low. Yeah, is a time. low in this franchise. Uh, the boring natures of the and films. just in life. <laughs> She's the, a low. The boring nature of the films, and why the f- is John, John Boy in, in this movie? <laughs> so I don't get it. I really that, don't. That's a low for me. Uh, best quotes? Do you have any quotes that stand out to you? Oh, 
boy. If I had any quotes, it, it's it's probably all of like Jacob Kowalski stuff. Yeah. Like, so I, I really don't think there's many. But so I literally googled a couple. It, it's it's hard with the Jacob stuff because it's so quick and it's not like not in, it's out of they're context. Kind of, they're kind of just like quick yeah. jokes and well, non quitters. Even like uh, we're just like a do- a Danish. You know what I mean? Like, like give me some for a donut. What about a Danish? Yes. Like, even like fantastic. that. Like, like I love when they're that. running through the streets and he's just asking for a different pastry. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Um, I wrote the things I I saw when I looked up. Uh, I don't think I'm dreaming. I ain't got the brains to make this up. Uh, in the first movie yeah. when he when he's looking in the case, I think that's really good. Um, the whole thing about like his speech, I didn't write it down, but like his speech of like Dumbledore says, "I have a full heart, but my heart isn't full without you," or yeah, something like good. that. That's really good. I like yeah, that. That's really um, good. I, I like. You know what um, else I really like? Just because of last week, I just for a quote I'll throw out there. Secrets of Dumbledore, very, very, very end. Newt, turn, Newt looks at him and says, "If you ask again, I, I will be there." I just like that quote. Yeah. I think he delivers that really well because there's like a lot of emotion when he says it, and he just kind of looks at me. He goes, "He goes, you know, if you if you asked again, he's like, I, I would, I would do. It. Yeah. I will be there. Even, like, yeah, it's just very like you know. Even that whole exchange with Dumbledore, where he, I think, uh, and again, I haven't written this stuff down, but like he says, like, "Oh, I didn't think you. Were, I wasn't well, sure you were gonna be I would, here. I would do it again." If you ask. Yeah, yeah that's that. what it is. But I would he, do it he says, again like, oh, I didn't think ask. you would be here. And I think Dumbledore says, like, oh, I wasn't sure if I'd be here either. But he says, like, something about... A lot about, of the stuff in that in that ending, we love the ending. Yeah. We will say that. I really, love, yeah. I really love that ending. But, yeah, he says, like, oh, it's a, it's a historical day. And I feel like I felt like I needed to right. be here or something like that. Uh, but the other one I wrote down, um, my philosophy is that worrying means you suffer twice. That's a great like one. That. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, um, that's a really good one. And then the other one, too, um, not, not, again, not necessarily a quote, but, like, to Jacob and Newt are talking and... And Newt says something like, when people don't really like me, but they seem to like you. Yeah. I like, you know, I like yeah, that. that's all so. very good. Yep. Um... Well, who is the stand stand-up performer in this franchise? Is Dan there, Fogler. Is there even a question? Dan Fogler, baby. Dan Fogler is Jacob Kowalski. Look, there's a lot of good performances. Eddie, Eddie Redmayne, Redmayne, Jude Law, Catherine Waterston. There's plenty. Ezra Miller. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Like, there are good performances yeah. in here from other people. Allison Sadu. Yeah, like, I think all of those main cast members are very good, especially when they're together. There's there's a lot of energy there. And I like them all, and I think they all elevate each other. But if you're asking for the standout among all of them, yeah. it is Dan Fogler. It yeah. is Dan Fogler. It is his Jacob Kowalski. It yeah. is very enjoyable. And it's funny because, like you keep saying, he's a muggle. He's a nomad. Yeah. And he's the most magical person on that screen yeah. with what he's doing um and as we talked about last week his his back is uh broken uh, from carrying <laughs> the movie scary. so you know we're very sorry to uh dan fogler for that yeah i mean it, it, it is absolutely him and, and he he yes. stands out above it all so um the other question I, i'm just gonna throw this out to you sure. um we talked about it i didn't actually do my research okay but um we talked about like do you have any uh you know we've been complaining about david yates the entire time do you have any like hmm. uh directors, directors that you think that would really that you think it could be picking up for another one or even at the start of this like you know when when they okay so i make fun of you all the time for using this person but i'm just gonna say it taika watiti i mean look he's he's the look he's the go-to he's the and... he's the safe choice for like he's any safe choice for any of this but like yeah. also as far as like revitalizing the series he might be the guy yeah. right like i mean we're talking about a director who revitalized thor in yeah. one movie yeah. and made it work and then literally that revitalization led to a thor arc through the next two avengers movies yeah. i mean it's it's crazy to think about but like and so like i think he is the safe choice but i also think in a way he's the right choice i but would, the I, problem is he works on so many things i would have maybe liked, maybe 
Ryan Johnson. I I think that's subverting the expectations. Too. Yeah. Dis, like oh my god. Well, he'd, he'd have to exploring. he'd have to write them. He'd have to write, write them. Him, yeah. But like he'd be like exploring like the gray areas of magic yeah. and what it all means. You know we and then people will get angry because they go that's not a fantastic bit. That's not the fantastic. And we'd be like oh shut up. It's not Star Wars. Look this is this is somebody we've talked about with Harry Potter um, that he he almost got a shot uh, directing Harry Potter movies and maybe he should have. And I think this would have been the the franchise to give him um, uh, Guillermo. Oh, I think, especially after um, yeah. uh, Nightmare Alley, you know, from last yeah. year, oh, and time. like you know, it's very. Is that around like the same time period? Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's around like the. I think that's like twenties. Yeah. 20s, so like, like this, but this I think it's twenties, thirties, because I think it's technically supposed to be like a Great Depression deal. So yeah. maybe the thirties, but same period around. Yeah. And that takes place over a couple of... There's a time jump in there. So right, like, right. But, um, yeah, uh, what he did with that, uh, sh- highlighting, like, the yes. grayness when needed, but also the color and the wonder of, like, the circus and, and stuff and like he, that. So he's also just... I mean, the imagination that man has, yeah. it, 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 like, it, it boggles my mind, and I'm like, imagine what he could do with this world. Yeah. Imagine what he could do. Because I mean, it's... And even as we sit here talking about it, about him, I mean, we know he has that stop-motion Pinocchio movie coming up. Yeah. It looks incredible. I mean, the, mm-hmm. the things I saw, I was like, this looks really well, good. Thing, and but... it's just, it's one of those things where it's like he has so much imagination. You stick him in a magical world like this, and I really think you just let him go. You tell him complete creative freedom, and you do whatever you want, and I guarantee you, you will have a hit on your hands. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I, th- I think that he he's not just a horror guy. He's a, what he could do with like, so much more than What that. he could do with the beasts, dude. Yeah. The beasts That's, would be incredible. He's, he's incredible with monster stuff, yeah. and just doing that would be, I mean, really, that's a great choice. So uh, what do you think is the legacy of the franchise? The legacy is that if you're going to continue, if you're going to do a spin-off franchise from one of the most popular franchise that ever existed, make sure you're doing it right. Because the legacy of this, really a, a, a failed experiment yeah. in spin-offs. I mean, it's a failed experiment in, the, in all of the worst ways. I mean, this continually got worse people were not into this it's 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 a failed experiment really yeah. in in the idea of a spin-off franchise it's a, from one of the biggest of all time it's a franchise that kind of ate itself alive it got too wrapped up in its yep. own lore that it became on uh, on on um unrecognizable yes and just like uncomprehensible to a to a general audience absolutely so yeah i think that that is the legacy of the franchise um franchise stars we're always adding uh franchise or stars picking people to go in here some of the ones we picked Jeff Goldblum, Paul Rudd, Mark Strong. You know, we've made some interesting picks. Do you have any other last one that you want to you want to add in here? Uh, not that really. I mean, I, I get like I wouldn't wish this on any actor. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't um, wish this on anybody. Well, um, well the, uh, I, one of the things that we didn't talk about is in the third uh, in Secrets of Dumbledore, they go to, um, to they go around the world, and there's there's a, a distinct lack of um, Asian representation, Ooh, specifically yeah. when like that whole last right, right, right. Set piece should probably have a lot probably a lot of representation um so i would pick some king that's such a good choice That's such a good... I'm really mad about that, too, because that's a really good choice. Wow, Sun Kang. Wow, you stole that one right from under me. Um, that's a good one. That's a really good one. Um, wow, that's good. Simu Liu. Yeah, there you go. There you go. There you I go. mean, could you put him in robes? Yeah. Do whatever you got to do. He'd be incredible. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think they both would be great. So, um, well, we're just chugging along still. We're chugging along. We're, dude, our retrospective is usually three hours, and we're what not we even at? at an hour and a half. Look at not us, even. Go. Look, so, if it's a shorter one, it's a shorter one. Hey, look at us. Look at us. Word association. Oh, um, boy. I'm going to throw out some words. You give me a quick response here. Okay. Uh, Newt Scamander. Interesting. Tina Goldstein. Headstrong. Dan Vogler. Incredible. Jude Law. 
Why did you do? I'm changing. I oh, changed. Okay. I don't. I'm changing. <laughs> I was just making sure. Twinkle. Uh, Niffler. Funny. <laughs> uh, Picket. Small. <laughs> I really hate uh, Credence. <laughs> Grindelwald. <laughs> Madam Hooch. <laughs> Madam Hooch. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even have that one written down. I just wanted to throw oh, it in there. Man. Well, my friend, uh, do you know where that brings us? That brings us to our film ranking. Do we have a film ranking to do? We have, we have a film we ranking do. to do. So we have um, to do the movies first, right? Yeah, we're, so we're doing cool. the, the so, film rank this look, franchise. Look, this is set in stone. We know what this is. We uh, have, let, wait, let me get the ceremonial tablet out. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll etch it into the stone. <laughs> we have uh, three three films in this franchise. Okay. Um, what is the, the number three? So number th- lo- lowest to uh, worst to best. Okay. Number, number, three. number three, we have The Crime. Of Grindelwald. Yes. Uh, number two is going to be the Secrets of Dumbledore. And number one, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. No argument here for me. No argument here. <laughs> no for arguments. Me. Uh, but uh, we have another ranking we have to. We do. have to rank some franchises. Yes, we do. This is going to be an interesting conversation. Okay, I'm going to be honest with you. We we talked a little off mic about this, but I really liked your argument. <laughs> I'm going to be 100 with you right now. That was a great argument. It was very compelling. And I think I'm with you now. I think I'm with you. Well, before we add in the Fantastic Beasts franchise, do you sure. want to give a rundown of the... We've had seven franchises so far. Yes. Uh, this is our eighth. We're going to be ranking this as... Uh, we're going to be ranking this and make it eight movies. But so far, we have seven. We have seven. Uh, I want to give us a rundown of, of our seven franchises and where they rank so far. So number okay. number seven. Again, number, going from worst to best. I'm going to go worst to best. Number yep. seven, we have Pitch Perfect. Uh, number six. Matrix. Number five. The Terminator. Number four. Shrek. Number three. The Before Trilogy. Number two. Fast and Furious. And number one. Harry Potter. So, we have to add in Fantastic Beasts. Where do you think okay. we should put Fantastic Beasts? So, after Beast? your argument, I had an argument where I was like, I think it's a little I think it's a little better than Pitch Perfect. But I'm going to be 100% with you. After your argument, and at least Pitch Perfect has connective tissue between all the movies. Like, as crazy as the movies get yeah. by Pitch Perfect 3, everyone is where you would think they are by the next movie there's some connective tissue there i think this is the worst and i think you are right i think this might be the worst because of how messy the connection issues are the continuity is i think we need to put this last and i think just also we are coming off of the harry potter franchise Mm -hmm. going into this spin-off series the fantastic beasts harry potter was so good and did did, handled this world so well and so interesting yes and but also so like highlighted the whimsical and the magical but also the dark and the frightening and and just the stories were engaging they were feel good they but they were also uh intense and they were also challenging at times it highlighted the best of the best of what you can do in this world compared that to the fantastic beasts i think it really does fall off i think that the fantastic beasts on all levels as good as as the movies are as good as some elements are on just about every single level besides yeah. again maybe dan fogler's jacob kowalski i don't think anything here is on the same level as it was in the Harry Potter yeah, I franchise, so Look, I I, I really do, and and with the with the Pitch Perfect movie, I think that um I think Pitch Perfect one is an underrated film. I think it's really I think it's really good. I think the first Pitch Perfect is better than any of the f- three Fantastic Beasts movies. Yes. I stand by that, and okay. I, and again, I don't I don't hate. Uh, necessarily any of the Fantastic Beasts movies. I know I said I hated Dumbledore. I hate that I get so frustrated over it, that they are so frustrating, but I think right. that there's good stuff in the Fantastic Beasts sure. movies, but it is more frustrating and enraging, and, and, and really, yes. that there's there's so many missed opportunities and balls that are dropped. Yeah, you're you know absolutely I mean? right. So I, I do... Um, yeah, pitch... Per- like, 
Pitch Perfect 3, is that probably worse than any of these movies? Yeah, I think Pitch Perfect 3 is worse yeah, than these movies. Is. But I think that um, the first one, and even honestly the second one to an extent, are better. Right, than, than, okay, than, yeah, or, I'll take it. I'll hold, take hold it. it up. We'll so, rank it last. All right, so our current ranking our of current franchises, ranking uh, number worst to best. to best. Number eight. Fantastic Beasts. So that leaves number seven. Pitch Perfect. Number six. The Matrix. Number five. The Terminator. Number four. Shrek. Three. Before Trilogy. Two. Fast and Furious. And number one. Harry Potter. And this is going to be interesting too. Yeah. Because we also rank number one movies. And our number oh, yeah. our number one movies so far, I'll just run these, these down sure. real quick. Um, we've of our of the seven we've done. Uh, the, so we've picked our favorite movie of each franchise, ranked them amongst each other. It does sure. not follow the same uh, rankings placements as our franchises overall. Right. But uh, number seven we have the first Pitch Perfect. Number six is the first Matrix. Number five is Terminator Two. Mm-hmm. Number four is Before Sunset. Number three is Shrek Two. Number two is uh, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. And number one is Fast Five. Right. Where do you think Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, which is our number one movie of this franchise? I think this awesome. is last too. I think it's last. I think it's last. I think too. it's last too. Yeah. Did there you ever are. think something would would get lower than a uh, pitch perfect? No. I well, <laughs> yeah. Eventually, I think we're gonna hit something. Like I said, we we end this uh, this podcast with the human centipede, and I imagine. <laughs> I would imagine it's uh, it's God's not dead rolled into the human centipede, yes, right? And that's so. where we end everything. So I guess uh, probably the human centipede or something from God's not dead would be, do worse. Yeah. But it is, it, yes, I, it is a little surprising that I that we're seeing. But I think it's right. I yeah. think it's the right move. I well, really I do. appreciate you you listening to me and you you taking my uh, my opinion. It's a compelling argument. But uh, well, that leads us to an announcement. It's the human centipede. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, my friend, we do okay, have so an we, actual so announcement. We have an announcement because we can actually talk about the new franchise now let's let's preface this by saying we have been teasing for weeks now yes that this is going to be also themed that we yes. have a theme for it because as we have teased it's still summer yeah well it's still summer which has been our we went into it with an overall theme of blockbuster summer a right blockbuster every summer yes. we want to hit some big blockbusters yes. right that's our goal every summer you know last year i guess technically it was you know the start of the fast and furious with everything like that right, right. that went into fall right because that's just when but we it was, started it was the, the start of the podcast yeah right <laughs> um but this year you know our first official blockbuster summer it was a magical we started with a with a magical summer yes that the wizarding world movies harry Potter, Fantastic Beasts. But uh, it's still summer, and still uh, summer. I think Magical Summer's ending, but uh, is there another type of summer, my friend? I think, Ryan, it's a swashbuckling summer. It's a swashbuckling summer, my friend. <laughs> swashbuckling. What do you... Correlate that. What with? do you think? Uh, we where do you hmm. think we might be going here? Here's what I'm thinking. I think it's time, Ryan, that we talk about Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, my friend, I am so excited for this one. Little uh, little backstory. I can't on this. wait. <laughs> when we started this podcast, before we did a single thing in this podcast, we came up with. We said, well, we should have at least the three first franchises, right? Need to be. Big. And we said, yeah, we want to start at the gate, right at the gate, big, Fast and yeah. Furious. But we didn't want to be like we don't want to do Marvel or we Star do, Wars because everybody does that. And, and you'd, be, you'd establish yourself as a Marvel show or right. a Star Wars show. we don't show. want to be that. No. So we're like, okay, Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious. Terminator. Yes. Pirates of the Caribbean. That was going to be <laughs> the start of it. Yeah. And then we started talking more and we said... Oh, well, there's a Matrix well, there's movie. There's a Matrix movie coming up and maybe it would be easier to do Matrix because then we can hit Resurrections around when it comes out. Now, maybe a really good thing. Yeah. But Pirates was in the back of our minds the entire time. And yeah. then as summer drew closer and we were like, well, we're going to do Blockbuster Summer. We started talking and the way we have the schedule planned out... And the way these movies would fall on the schedule, yeah. we said it's still summer. It's still summer. And then we went swashbuckling. Literally, summer. this uh, this when we wrap this up, it'll it'll be like the week turning into fall. It is. So it's it really, literally, is. It literally, we're literally pushing this to the limit. 
But here's the thing. It's still summer until, yeah. as far as we, as far as the calendar year is concerned, summer goes till September 20th. Yeah, 21st. 21st, yeah. something like that. And that's when, that's right when this ends. So we're getting this in and we're really excited to do it. There's enough movies to do it and we can get the retrospective in. It's going to be a lot of fun. I can't yeah. wait to do this because yeah. these are movies that we have, well, I, for me, I'll just say right now, I have only seen the first three. Yeah. I've only seen the first three, which I feel like most people have. Have not seen the back two. Haven't yeah. seen On Stranger Tides or Dead Men Tell No Tales. Somewhat excited to watch them. I'm not like uh, over the moon about having to watch them because I've heard things, but uh, I'm really, really, really excited to revisit these first three because yeah. I really like these movies yeah. and I think they're so much fun and there's just there's so many things to talk about with it and I think it's it's going to be re- it's going to be a really good time yeah yeah I mean I'm really excited this is um this is 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 a kind of a special franchise for me as yes. well you know we always like to talk about our personal experiences and we're we got plenty of we time. Got time so like we got time I guess I can just talk about it here like so obviously the first movie came out was uh we're talking about next week 2003 yeah, yeah 2003 i did not see the first one in theaters did you see the first one in theaters i did not no no, no. now um uh it was like a dvd at home type yeah thing. well I, actually so I, I remember the first time i saw it was um i believe we were in sixth grade at, when it was on dvd we were in sixth grade right and uh we were learning about pirates okay year. and i believe we read like treasure island i don't know if you remember any of this we i remember treasure whole, island yeah we, we had a whole pirate Pirates theme. We learned about sure. pirates, um, and it was kind of one of those things. I think that like bled over and like the like the literature connected to like the history. Like we, right. talked, we talked about like in English class the pirates. We also learned about like the history of pirates right, and stuff. Right. And one of the things at the end of it, they showed us, hey, there's this new movie that just came out. It was right. the, I think it was you know last year, Pirates of the Caribbean. So we're like, oh, let's well, we can watch this movie. And I actually remember because that was it's that's a PG-13 movie, and yes, you're, it is. you're 12 in sixth grade, yes. so they actually sent home uh, permission slips. For to, them watch to, the to watch the movie, you right. had to get it signed. I remember that, and I remember watching this movie, and I remember liking it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah when you watch a movie in school, it's hard because they're chopping it up. Yeah, you watch like, like you watch like forty five minutes, and then you and then go, then you leave. yeah. But because it was connected to classes, we watched like forty five minutes in this class, and then I think forty five right, minutes right. in this class or whatever. But I remember liking it and whatever. I didn't think too much about it afterwards, and then uh, you know. A couple years passed, and 2006 rolls around, and we're getting the second movie. Right. And I say to my, I remember saying to my dad, "Hey, you know this movie is coming out. Uh, this Pirates movie, it's the second movie. I saw the first one in school. It might be interesting. Would you mind taking me to see it?" And my dad took me to the movies. And when you were a kid, and I don't know if you had an experience like this, mm-hmm. when you when you go to the theaters with your parents, especially when you're kids and you see like kid movies, right. you know it's kind of like nap time or or like right. you know I'm just gonna bring my kid to. The movie, and right. I'm gonna knock, I'm gonna check out. Like I, right. I remember, uh, and my dad, look, and my dad, especially when I was a kid, he worked like he worked uh, shift work. So like he was when, it, when he was home, he was tired, he was exhausted. Right. I remember being like the Rugrats movie, and he was taking a nap. Right, you know what right. I mean? Like right, he, he was why there. Not? Yeah, paying attention, paying making attention. sure we're safe, but right. he was taking a nap. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And. But this was kind of the first movie, like, I remember him being really, like, seeing with him and him being really engaged in the movie. Right. Him really enjoying it. And we walked out of the movie and he was like, there's another one of those? 
I was like, yeah. He's like, they made a first one? That's the second one? I'm like, yeah. He's like, we gotta go watch that. Like, yeah. we literally went home and, and like bought the, the D- bought the DVD, went home, watched Christopher Pearl. I was like, I love these movies. Yeah. And and uh, really was a special uh, movie for me uh, with him. So every time I watch these movies and I think of these movies, I think of, of my dad and, and that. So it is, it is a very uh, special. And that fell off. Like, we didn't see On Stranger Tides together. We did see Dead Man Tell No Tales together. But like, yeah, it's, when you know, whatever. But uh, <laughs> that, 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 that movie, you know, but yeah. we'll get there. But um, but no, it is a special franchise for me. So yeah, will I be, you know, am I very protective of these movies? Yeah, because I have a, a, a nice... You know, it's it's like the Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire thing, like sure. especially this this original trilogy. Like there is a connection, like because my dad took me to see At World's End, and it was you know I have a very fond memories and a good connection to this. But I do think that like I really do ultimately really love uh, those that 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 those th- first three specifically. Uh, this but this franchise. And, oh yeah, I dude, the first three movies for me, they're incredible. They really yeah. are. They're really fun, and I can't wait to talk all three of them. Yeah. Like I don't I don't have any memories like that. No. No, 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 but no, I no. will say, I'm, unfortunately, but I will say, um, those first three are just really. Yeah. I mean, they're ju- they're so much fun. This is like the that trilogy, that original trilogy, is such a good lesson in expanding your world and expanding the franchise in the right ways. Yeah. And also building character development and putting characters in situations you wouldn't think they would be. Like it's it's really like. Yeah. compelling stuff and I'm really excited to talk and you wouldn't think you'd get that from a Pirates movie no. but you do well like we always like to run down too like the the, the, the the movies that are in the franchise so Pirates of the Caribbean we're doing Pirates of the Caribbean Curse of the Black Pearl Curse of the Black Pearl Pirates of the Caribbean Dead Man's Chest At World's End On Stranger Tides and Dead Men Tell No Tales yes just very exciting and yeah. I guess it, it, it's funny too that we're kind of like jumping over into, because obviously we have to just very quickly address this does star somebody who uh, well we've already talked about we've it, already yeah. talked about it <laughs> But we understand that we're moving from like them being in Fantastic Beasts to this person now starring, carrying, the carrying thing, this yeah. next franchise. But um, there's more than just Jack Sparrow. No, well, well, yeah, but 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 that though, like we we've we've already addressed the problematic nature of Johnny Depp. Which I I think clears us at least I think to just talk about Johnny Depp the actor yeah, and his sure. performances in these movies right. and the good and the bad the because I bad. literally talk well, I'll to tell you right now when you watch Curse of the Bla- like I watched Curse of the Black Pearl in preparation for next week yeah. or I'm probably gonna watch it again yeah. but in preparation for next week but yeah well yeah you're, we're so excited for it we just want to I did the same thing because I'm excited like, for it those, I want to get to it those early performances. Oh, yeah. Really, really good. Oh, yeah. I mean, that for like, it is really good stuff. Um, but you're right. It gets really ridiculous later on. Yeah. But, like, I think we would be doing a disservice to him if we didn't discuss how good the performances no, were. Yeah, of course. In those first few movies, because it's really it's really good like it's it's really 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 awesome stuff yeah I, I like I, I really it, it, we've always say it's the separating the performer and, and separating the, the art from the artist yeah the art from the artist the performer and the performance right yeah. you know what I mean uh, and, and look we don't know anything about Johnny Depp or his personal problems or whatever and, and it's funny because Pirates of the Caribbean obviously played a pretty big part yeah. in that in sure the uh, lawsuit yeah. and I guess kind of have to talk about it a little bit in the retrospective literally talking about him saying like he'll never come back and right. all this stuff if Disney so, offered him 300 million yeah. he wouldn't do it yeah. yeah did you see there was something came out where Disney there was a like a report 
quote unquote, where uh, like they're like, oh, John, Johnny Depp signed on for Pirates of the Caribbean six for three hundred and one million dollars, <laughs> and I was like, I don't think that's legit. I don't legit. think that's legit. <laughs> yeah, no, that'll be interesting to talk about in the retrospective because obviously, as you know, there's there's some future stuff there we can discuss when we get there. But um, for right now, I'm just really excited to talk that um, yeah. that franchise. I can't wait to talk at least the first three movies. Yeah. They're very good. But yeah, that's the big announcement. Yeah, we finally it's on. It was on the horizon. It, that ship was on the horizon, and now uh, it's it's docking at the port. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I mean, I, I'm really like look. I w- I've been literally since I guess it was last October. I was tr- we were trying to talk about the or like no, I guess it was, it was last uh, last January. I guess mm-hmm. it would have been. Uh, that's when we did Matrix. So I guess last January is yeah. literally when we we've been pushing this off, pushing this off, yeah. pushing this and off. It's just it's just time to do it. Yeah, it's just time to do it. So yeah, I'm really excited. And in the, you kind of said too, it's a breath of fresh air coming off of something like Fantastic. <laughs> it really Beast. is. So, yeah, we might not be feeling that when we get the four and five, but, but at least we're getting three really good ones before yeah. then. Yeah, that's the so, that's kind of the trade off. And what, what's going to be interesting to talk about is that not people don't feel that way. People think there's one good movie. And a bunch and of trash. Right. Oh no, I've seen. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've seen. You know, letterbox reviews alone. I mean, for whatever reason, Dead Man's Chest is like not. Ex- I'm like, really? I'm like, this is a pretty solid. Movie. I mean, I look. I'm on record. Really? I'm on record of saying. Well, I'll just say it already. That's the movie I'm. I'm most excited for. This. I know you. Like, you have. I cannot wait for you to share your argument of why Dead Man's Chest is one of the best of all time. Because yeah. you love this. Movie. I love Dead Man's. Yeah, Chest. you love Dead Man's. I Chest. think. I mean, look. Not to spoil anything. Dead Man's Chest. Not. I think is better than Curse of the Black Pearl. I said it. Boom. There. Wow. Can't wait. Here we go. Uh, well, my friend, do you well, have uh, any other thoughts you want to talk about uh, Fantastic Beasts or do you want to talk about Stone Cold promos? No, no, no. Or... I, I, I do have, uh, I do have a th- uh, some closing thoughts. Fantastic Beasts. Oh, no, I get over! That's all I wanted to say. That's all I wanted yeah, to say. Yeah, let's get... Let's... <laughs> Let's get this over with. Let's let's, let's move on. Let's now. move on. Well, uh, you know, it's been it's been fun. It's been fun uh, talking about these movies, and it's been fun um, uh, saying goodbye to them. So, uh, yes. not gonna miss them. Uh, and uh, maybe one day we'll be back to talk about another fantastic Possibly. movie. Possibly, we'll see. I mean, I guess if they do another movie, so because it's funny because if, if they do a show, we don't come we don't back do the for shows. it. No, yeah. uh, we would do we would do the show if it ties into like. The retrospective. Right, right, right. Or if they do another movie, we could do... If they do another movie and a show, we could do the show and the movie together. Right. But we, I'm not coming... We're not coming back just for the show. No. Uh, but if they do a movie, even if it's an HBO Max movie, we'll be back, I guess. Even yeah. if Even if it's a double movie a double or Marauders movie We're going to be back to do it. Yeah, so we'll see. We, we'll, we'll see if we ever reopen this one. Yeah. But that's it, I guess. Yeah. All right, well... Take us home, my friend. Here we go. Pull that ship in. Pull that ship in. Dock that port. <laughs> Dock that ship in the port. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Tony. And we appreciate everybody for their support. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and more. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at FranchiseMePod. You can see all of our rankings on Letterboxd. Uh, just search FranchiseMe one word. And you can send us an email, FranchiseMePod at gmail.com. Give us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. Give us your feedback so we can get better each week. Make sure you check out our bonus series, A Year in Franchises. And come back next week as we set sail and start our newest franchise franchise as we discuss Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. How the blazes did you get off that island? <laughs>